to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective, and in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody. It's another happy Monday. I know when I say that, you might question the truth of that, but the truth of that comes down to what you believe. There's a lot of things going on in the world today that are pretty unhappy. What matters is what you end up focusing on and what you particularly end up being grateful for because that's how you truly make change. And that's what we're here to talk about today. We're going to talk about not only gratitude because I've had more than one show talking about the value and the importance of gratitude, but also how important gratitude is when you are attempting or actually using the law of attraction. You're automatically using the law of attraction whether you're trying or not. So last week we talked about setting intentions, doing something on purpose. So since you are automatically using the law of attraction anyway, whether you realize it or not, you might as well recognize what ways you are sending out vibration, what ways you are asking the universe for things, and how you can moderate yourself, your vibration, your focus, and your intention to make the things that come into your life more of what you want them to be and less of what you don't want them to be. Quick side note, I do have a little bit of a cough, so I may be hitting the silence button when I got a cough here and there, but please, please also know that I do have my mask with me. It's hanging underneath my chin today because there's nobody else in the room with me. And I literally tested negative for COVID about two hours ago. So this cough that I have is actually just a cough, but thank you for your concern about my health. Back to gratitude. And I am very grateful that even though I have a cough, that it's not the kind that I need to be scared about. This is just a cough that I'll have for a few days and will go away. I am certain and I'm grateful for that. So talking about gratitude with the law of attraction specifically. Here's a thing that's cool about the law of attraction. You only need to ask for something once. When you decide that there's something that you want, you only need to send out the request for that one time. When, and also let me say, when I say the universe, you might think of God. To me, they're kind of the same thing. I don't want to tell you how you should view God. And again, like I always say, everything that I say is for you to use as mental chewing gum. You do not need to buy into anything I say. I just want you to consider a different perspective than the one that you've always had. So I do see God and the universe kind of as the same thing. And my explanation of that would probably take the entire show. So we're going to skip over that and maybe talk about that another time. When you are asking the universe, i.e. God, for something, if you belong to or have ever attended any religion that teaches you to pray, you've probably been told that God answers prayers. If you've ever read scriptures, you might have read where it says, ask and you shall find. 
seek and it shall be given unto you. Those things are real because God truly, truly loves you. And God truly, truly wants you to have the life that you want. Now, here's an interesting thing about the law of attraction. The law of attraction will bring you the life that you are telling the universe that you want. And if you're looking at your life right now and you're like, "Uh, I didn't want any of this. I get it. I really do. What I hope you can chew on and understand is if there's a lot of things in your life that you don't want, that you're not happy about, there is something that you are doing to invite that, to attract that. Those things that you view as negative could not be happening in your life if they did not match your vibration in one way or another. If you want more positive things in your life, you need a more positive vibration. Hang with me, guys. I'll keep on explaining. The point is, when you ask God for something, you only have to ask once. God hears your prayer every time, whether it's in your head, your thoughts, whether you say it out loud, whether you're on your knees, whether you're in a plane, God hears your prayer. And he hears it the very first time you ask. And to say that God does not hear it the first time, would invalidate God. God hears every word, every thought, every desire of your heart. And when you have a desire of your heart, you only need to ask God for it one time because he hears you the first time and that's all he needs. God is not a cranky parent that we have to walk behind tugging on the back of their shirt saying, please, 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 until we irritate them enough that they give in and buy it for us. That's not what God is. God is the biggest, greatest, the source of love in the entire world. And if you knew how much of that love was directed at you, you would change your life. And it would be easy. So if you continue to ask a second time, a third time, hey, God, I I don't have this yet. Please, please, please. Hey, God, I don't have this yet please, please, please. What you're telling the universe is, I don't have this yet. And the universe is hearing, you don't have that yet. And the vibration that you are putting out is, I don't have this yet. And in fact, that vibration is one of doubt because that vibration is saying, I know I asked you for it, but you haven't given it to me, so I have to ask again. And that is an action of doubt. If you believed that the universe only needs to hear your request one time, you would have enough faith that you would not need to ask a second time and a third time. So that begs the question, because there is a period between the time you ask for something and the time it is delivered. If you ask for a baby, it doesn't drop in your lap the next day or that day. If you ask for a baby, You have to take the time to get pregnant, then have nine months of maturation, and then you get the baby. There is an incubation period from the time that you ask until the time that you receive. you got to know that there's an incubation period, and you have to trust that. The universe is bringing to you the very best thing in the very best way in the very best timeline. 
And you got to trust in perfect timing. I guarantee you, even when you think your timing isn't perfect, it is. So you have your period of incubation from when you ask for something till you get it. This is critical. This is vital. What happens if you take cookies out of the oven before they're done? They're gooey inside and they're not as good as they would be. What happens if you pull a butterfly out of its cocoon before it's ready? The wings don't ever get strong enough. The wings must fight that cocoon and break out of it on its own in order to strengthen the wings so that that butterfly can fly. If you rush it, it fails. This is why the incubation period is necessary. Also because if you thought of an elephant, you wouldn't want it to appear in the room with you right this second. So instead of asking again during this incubation period, you have a couple of options. One is you can leave it there. You can say, I asked, God heard, I'm in the incubation period, I'm going to go about my business, I'm not going to worry about it, I'm not going to focus on it, I'm just going to let it come to me when the time is right. And how many times have you seen, I think the perfect example of this is when you or someone that you know wants to be in a relationship, they're looking for a boyfriend or girlfriend, they're on the prowl, and they can't find anything or anyone that meets their needs and suits their purposes. The more they look, the less they find. The more they look, the more frustrated they are. You've heard a watch pot never boils. This is what we're talking about. That applies in the law of attraction. The more you sit on the edge of your seat, fingers crossed, breath held, waiting for that thing to appear, the less likely it is to appear. You must... Stop worrying about it. Trust. That's your act of trust. Gratitude by itself is an act of trust. First you ask, then in your incubation period, you be grateful. You could just go about your day and say, it's on the way and let it be. But if you're tempted to ask again because it hasn't appeared yet, instead of asking again, be grateful. Be grateful that it is coming. Be grateful that God heard you. Be grateful that you have the vibration that you have that would bring that to you. Let me give you a really great example. And I've told this story before, but it was a while back. Almost 10 years ago, I finished nursing school and my family moved to southern Utah from Virginia. But when I was in Virginia, I had decided I wanted to move back to Utah. This is home. And I had applied for jobs. And As a family, you know, in dinner prayer, we asked that God would guide us, that he would help me find a job, not just a job, but the right job for me in Utah. Where was the best place for us to be? And we asked that we would be prepared coming up to the time to move. And once we asked, that was enough. After that, every prayer that I said privately or every dinner prayer, bedtime prayer that my family said together, instead of asking again that God help us with our move to Utah, we were grateful that God was already helping us with our move to Utah. And somebody didn't understand that. They're like, why are you grateful for your move to Utah when you're still in Virginia? And I said, listen, there's a house in Utah that meets every single, my, every single one of my requirements. 
I don't know where it is, but God does. And he is already making that house come available for me. Maybe I'm not going to get there for another month, but that means that that in between now and the time I get there, that house needs to, I don't know, maybe the previous renters are going to have to move out. Maybe it's actually up for sale and it's the sales being finalized. Whatever is happening to that house, God is in, his hands are in it. He is preparing the house for me that I've already asked for. So instead of going, how come I don't have it yet? I'm going to be grateful that God is actively moving things along during this incubation period to guide me to the right place. The long story short, it was kind of like a treasure hunt, that move from Utah to Virginia. It wasn't one step where everything just magically happened. There were a lot of steps, but it was like one of those treasure hunts that you do as a kid where you get one clue and it tells you to go somewhere, like maybe go to the oven. Then you go to the oven and you find one more clue and it tells you to go to the trampoline. So you go to the trampoline, so on and so forth. That's what it's like following guidance from your higher self and higher power as you are receiving from the law of attraction. As I moved, made steps to move to Utah, including applying for jobs, coming across the country, doing job interviews, getting a job, finding the house, moving my family here, every single step along the way was one clue, one step. And I could not see two steps ahead. I had no idea what was going to happen after I accomplished the goal that I had first and foremost in mind. Maybe my goal was to get to Utah and then I had an idea of what was going to happen after, but it wasn't until I got to Utah that I, then I was ready for the guidance of what to do when I got to Utah. And then once I did those things, the next step came. And when I did those things, the next step came. And there were times that it, was, it felt magical. For example, when I'd been yard sailing, and this was one thing that I was doing to create my vibration. I knew that we were bringing very few kitchen supplies and household goods with us across the country. So I started yard sailing looking for simple household items. And I was staying with grandma at the time. And one day I came home and grandma saw the stuff I'd bought. And she said, honey, why are you buying stuff for a house you don't even have yet? And I said, grandma, because the house is there. I don't know where it is, but it's there. And as soon as it's ready, God is going to show that to me and I'll find it. Grandma kind of rolled her eyes. Okay, honey, if you say so. And right then, I pulled out my iPhone 3, which is what I had 10 years ago. That was a good phone. And I looked up Craigslist, Homes for Rent, and there was a new ad that I hadn't seen before for a home for rent in the city of, city of Ivins, which was where I wanted. I tapped on the phone number, called the woman, and guess what? She had only posted that ad less than five minutes before and was surprised that I was already calling on it, but I was clearly the first person. I was able to go over right then and see the house. It was literally two blocks away from grandma. And every single one of my checklist, because I did have a checklist of what I needed in my house, every single item was met on that checklist, including being in my budget. It felt magical to kind of laugh to grandma and say, grandma, the house is there. It's already being prepared. I know this. I have this faith and I'm buying stuff for it so that when I find it, I'll already have the stuff. 
And that was one way that I was matching my vibration. I was using gratitude as action because I know that God is preparing my house. I know that it's going to be ready and it's going to be brought to me as soon as it is ready. Because I know that, I'm going to go ahead and start buying stuff for it. That's an act of faith. And that is an act of vibration. Doing that created the vibration or assisted in creating the vibration that helped me come together with my house. And that house ended up being a perfect place for us to live. And many, many good things came from that house, including people that we lived around and the comfort of the home and even where we lived later and the home that we eventually bought. We're all pinned on that thing. And it happened. All of those pieces, all of those steps happened one by one as I was grateful and as I trusted enough to take the next step. I didn't need to know what the step beyond that was. That's one thing that we kind of do sometimes is we need that element of control. What is the plan from A to Z? I didn't have a plan from A to Z. I had a plan from A. And when I got to A and accomplished it, then I had a plan to B. And when I got to B and accomplished it, I had guidance to show me how to get to C. But I could not see from C what F looked like. I just had to trust and take every step. It reminds me of the part in one of the, I think it's the Temple of Doom movie with Harrison Ford, where he has to walk across an open crevasse. And it's, he can't see the bridge. And it's not until he puts his foot out and lets his weight come down that the bridge arrives. And that's what faith is. And it's gratitude knowing that that bridge is going to appear when you put your foot on it. That makes a huge difference. And in the difference between asking for what you need and being grateful for what you need, when you make that transition, the first time you asked, the second time you're grateful, as you make that transition, your vibration changes. If you're asking for something, it's because you don't have it. It's because you're not expecting it. It's because you don't know when it's going to come. And you don't trust the source it's supposed to come from. When you're grateful for something, it's an act of faith. Even if it hasn't arrived yet, even if it hasn't appeared yet, just like grandma said, honey, why are you buying stuff for a house you don't have? Literally 20 minutes later, I walked in the front door of that house. But I didn't know it was going to happen that way. I just followed a nudge to open up my phone and check Craigslist. And I didn't even know it was a nudge at the time. But I was taking the step and I was trusting and I was grateful that I knew what the next step was all along the way. And sometimes those steps jumped up at me when I was not expecting them because you cannot plan this. One very critical hack of the law of attraction is releasing attachment on the outcome. You cannot have a single isolated view and idea of how this thing is going to come to you when it comes to you. You can make a checklist of things you need just like I did in my house. But even with those things, even as I thought about the three bedrooms and the fenced-in yard and allowing dogs and yada, yada, even as I thought about all of those things, I knew that the universe could bring me and would bring me the very, very best thing. And I, while I had this checklist, if the universe 
was wanted to trade one of those things out on my checklist for something better, I want that. And I don't know exactly what it is the, the universe has in mind. So I want to leave it up to the universe slash God who knows way better than I do what's available and how I can receive it. Release attachment to the outcome. I've said this several times and I'm going to keep talking about it because this is the hack for the whole law of attraction. On my wedding day, prior to my wedding day, many years ago, people told me, now, if you want this day to go the best, you have to realize that anything could happen and be okay with that. If the cake gets dropped, realize, okay, that might happen. You couldn't control it. It doesn't matter. If somebody doesn't arrive in time, okay, you couldn't control it. It doesn't matter. Release attachment to the outcome. Just Ask the day to be an amazing day and show you all the ways that it's amazing. And that's what I did. And my wedding day was a very beautiful day. And in my mind, everything went great. But a lot of that was because I released the picture of exactly what I thought it should look like. And it ended up being even better than I would have planned myself. Because I trusted God and the universe to bring me what was even better than I knew to ask for. And that's another thing that you can be grateful for as you're in your period of incubation waiting is be grateful that God knows better than you do. Be grateful that he knows what's best for you and trust in him to bring that and be grateful that that's what's happening. That right there is how you use the law of attraction. That's the whole thing. Another part. And this kind of goes along with forgetting about it. When you ask for something, once you've made that first request, you can drop the subject. You can come back and be grateful for it, but you don't even have to do that. You can drop it out of your mind entirely. Because when that happens, it allows your brain to slip from beta mode down into alpha mode. And alpha is where the magic happens. You regulate your vibration in alpha to a good vibration way better than in beta. Anxiety only lives in beta brain space. Anxiety is fear. Any fear that you hold, especially related to the things that you have asked for, will block that. So the hack to that, since fear and anxiety only live in beta brain space, is spend as much time in alpha brain space as you can. What does that mean? It means daydream. It means meditate. It means find the activity that you love that challenges you and use that to go into flow. Because when you're in flow, you're in deep alpha. Flow can only happen in alpha brain space. Anxiety and fear only happens in beta brain space. And we have other episodes talking about how to lower your brain space from beta down to alpha, but it's as simple as three deep breaths. Three deep breaths. And as you take those three deep breaths, say something calming to yourself. One that I heard that I like is as you breathe in, put your feet flat on the floor and say, I see myself as a mountain. When you breathe out, I am solid. Do that three times. If you can 
do that and allow yourself to calm, allow your brain to slow down, that will bring you from beta into alpha brain space. It's hard to avoid alpha brain space because anytime you're kind of dazed off looking in, in, into nothing, you're an alpha. And when you're an alpha, do you guys remember that alpha is another name for God? That is where the magic happens, is in alpha brain space. So spend as much time there as you can, which means one of the best ways to be an alpha is to meditate. Also, daydream. Positive daydreams are just as good as meditations. Many of my meditations include intentional daydreams because my meditation includes things that I'm dreaming of and looking forward to and I'm already grateful for, even though I have no idea how they're going to come to me. Those things are part of my meditation as I bring my brain space from beta, where the fear lives, down to alpha, where the magic happens. Remember, gratitude prior to the thing manifesting during that state changes your vibration. When you change from asking to being grateful, your vibration changes. Be grateful. Be grateful for everything in your life. The more things you can be grateful for, it shows the universe that you are a steward over those things and you will be a steward of the better things that the universe has in store for you. Be grateful. I'm not trying to tell you what to think, but I am trying to get you to think for yourself. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.